Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totry, joined on this marvelous Monday by the one, the only Eric Ruby himself. We've got DJ Danielle behind the Mac. Guys, if you're new here, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you think of this lovely podcast. We have got a banger of a show for you today. We've got our college basketball Pac-12 power rankings that we're going to get into at the tail end of the show. We've got some coaching additions for Kenny Dillingham's staff that we're going to break down. And also, we've got the latest transfer portal news as it relates to Arizona State. Also, some potential 2024 class recruits that could potentially be joining this Sun Devil roster. But before we get into all of that, chat, what's up? Donald's here. Clint is here. Like I said, Danielle's here. Eric's here. Eric, how was your weekend, buddy? You know, it was a good weekend, but I do have beef with part of the way that you started the show. Wow, okay. Because you said it's a marvelous Monday. It is a marvelous Monday. But by the way that you were talking before the show, it does not feel like it's a marvelous Monday. We're just going to break it down right before we even, like... Look, I was going to okay, say Okay, I don't want to talk I, about BJ Green leaving, okay? So look, I'm gonna I, look, I, I'm before, we'll get into BJ Green. We'll get into all that fun stuff. But what Eric's alluding to here is I've been I've been pretty salty over the last, <laughs> I don't know, half hour or so. Um, and this isn't new. This isn't new to me. I knew that Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin were a relationship for a long time. But it surprises me every year. When we get like a, a photo of them or like an update on their child or whatever, it kind of blows my mind. And yeah, today I'm simping a little bit over Brenda's song. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. Like every, you don't have to tell me anything. No, you know this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. To be real with the people. What was your? This is, this is the real Anthony Totry. You know what I mean? Like. It, this was it was it was tugging at your heart. Yeah, bro. It was getting at me. It was getting at me. Okay. This I was, think you still this, have a chance. This is what way. we're gonna do. I don't have a chance. I think you still I don't, have a chance. I don't have a chance. They I have a child have a together, Eric. So they have a child together. I'm not a home wrecker. I don't know. He gets left home, home alone wrecker. all the time. That's crazy. She's bro. out on her own. That's crazy. She's out doing her own thing. He's at, he's at home alone. You know home what I mean? Dog. That's crazy. That's where we're going. Macaulay Culkin's home alone again because Brandon Song's at my place. Is that what we're talking about here? Oh my goodness! Okay, okay real quick. Right, Before, wait, wait, no, 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 no. We're already, we're already starting off. I'm the trying rail. to steer the ship back, even though give me, I'm the give one me, who Give me, give me childhood crush. Childhood crush. Okay. Uh, like, dude, then you know, we can move on. Okay. I need crush. Okay. That's all you I need. see, like I, I've had this conversation with, with Megan before. I don't okay. have like a like a single one. You're a liar. That, like, You're a liar. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. You're a liar. I'm serious. I'm serious. You don't have a childhood crush. No, I don't have one person. I'm just sitting there, like, yeah. There's like the actors on Disney Channel where you're like. 
You're lying. You're just a liar. No. Yes. No, I, there's not a one you person. You're telling me. You're telling me. High School Musical comes on. <laughs> and you see Vanessa Hutchins, bro, and you're just not like as a kid. Like, I mean, like, yeah, as, as, as a kid, yeah, but I'm not like, like go oh off, my God. Troy? I'm not saying there's like one person who's like, oh my God. Like, yeah, like, sure. But like, not like, oh my God, God dude. one person, like, the, like you're sitting over here, like thinking about Brenda's song when meanwhile she's sitting at home with Macaulay Culkin Stop. taking care of her Stop. kid. Stop. And you're thinking about high school We're talking musical. childhood crushes, bro. Childhood crushes. I don't like, look, Brenda's song, whatever. I doesn't know? seem like a childhood one with you anymore. With Brenda? With Brenda's song? Is it that what we're talking it about? It seems like an adulthood one. An adulthood crush? It seems like it. I mean, yeah, all these like Vanessa Hudgens, Brenda Song, Ariana Grande, like you know, Man, my DMs I, are open, bro. My DMs are open. Like just, <laughs> just Vanessa, hey, hey, Vanessa guys, I'll, I'll do the Disney if Channel, watching the, the PHX Sun Devil Show. <laughs> if you guys are watching the PHX yeah, Sun Devil Show, they come here show. all the time. They come hit, here all hit the up time. At Anthony, is it Anthony underscore Toe Tree? Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anthony yeah. underscore Toe Tree on Twitter. You know where to find him. Yeah, Brenda. Disney stars sliding in my DMs all the time, man. I don't know what to tell you, but let's go. Okay, we should. We can we can transition now. We can go ahead and move on and talk about you know everything as it relates to Arizona State football, I guess, but. The news today uh, that ASU fans definitely not excited to see BJ Green entering the transfer portal. This is a guy in, in BJ Green that was one of Arizona State's best defensive players, one of their best players, point blank, period, last season. 39 total tackles, six sacks, a forced fumble. BJ Green, known for, you know, at one point in his career at Arizona State being a walk on and then obviously eventually earning a scholarship and, and truly becoming one of the best defensive players on this roster. Literally less than 30 minutes after he had announced that he entered the transfer portal, had already tweeted out that he had received an offer from Mississippi State. Um, and, and look, I, I was on this program last week and told everybody and told our diehard Discord, December 4th is a day to watch for four specific players. Um, and I can tell you right now, as it relates to, to BJ Green um, and, and those three other players, this time last week, um, it was you know a conversation about NIL that had him and a few other players um, potentially on the fence. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it you know kind of impacts the rest of that roster. Uh, but yeah, BJ Green entering the transfer portal, Eric, certainly a difficult loss for Arizona State. Yeah, it's another one. It's another one of those losses you look at and you're like, man, it would have been really nice if Kenny just had him around for another year. Yeah. Because I think the thing that I'll remember from him the most is, yeah, he was consistently one of the best players on the defense, if not the best player on defense. Yeah. But he just had the ability to take over games. Yeah. Where it was just like, man, you're going to feel BJ Green today. BJ Green today, whether you like it or not, because it was even early in the season, I think it was the Oklahoma State game, where he really just kind of came out and was like, all right, I'm 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 going to go crazy. Mm -hmm. Or no, 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 it wasn't that. Where was the sack? Yeah, no, two sacks. Two sacks in Oklahoma State. And it's like, oh, man, he's getting the quarterback every single time. So I, I think he's going to be really good no matter where he goes. I would not be surprised to see him get a ton of offers from some pretty good schools because yeah. if you're able to come in and in a – team like this in a year like this to consistently put up numbers where you're getting anywhere from from five to seven tackles in a good game like couple sack like it's just solid it's just really good and it just sucks to see another guy that's just good on a team that wasn't that great like leave it just it's like ugh, just stay around and see some success next year but at the same time the nil stuff like there's so much more to it than just hey do you want to be here or do you not want to be here yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, right? And, and BJ Green 
Uh, obviously a guy that's going to be missed in Tempe, a guy that's going to be missed on this defensive line and the defense in general, certainly. Uh, but uh, another thing that I think ASU fans, when you see a loss like BJ Green or even going back to some of the other important ones last week in, in Jalen Conyers and Jordan Clark, right, is you have to look at what Kenny and the staff were able to do in a short period of time yeah. in getting transfers last year, right? BJ Green wasn't the only effective edge guy for Arizona State's defense last year. Prince Dorba actually led the team in sacks before going down late in the season with an injury, right? He's a transfer portal guy. Clayton Smith coming off the edge for Arizona State, the former Oklahoma transfer, right? This is another former uh, guy who who came to ASU from the transfer portal that had immediate success. Trey Brown at the linebacker position, a guy transferring over to ASU, right? So there are so many potential stars that you can go get in the transfer portal or potential guys that can come from one university and have an immediate impact in the system. So yes, losing BJ Green for whatever reason at the end of the day is a a tough circumstance and this defense is going to have to kind of rebuild in a sense, right? Because Will brings it up. A linebacker just took decommitted as well. Got to reload on that side of the ball. Yeah, he's referencing uh, Sire Gaines, the linebacker out of California uh, who decommitted, I want to say last night, Sunday night, uh, from ASU reopening his commitment. Uh, or his recruitment process. So certainly for Arizona State, there is a lot of work to be done, but I've said it in the past, right? That's almost an exciting part. You can look at this one of two ways when players enter the transfer portal. You can go glass half full, or you can go glass half empty. When you lose players, Jalen Conyers, Jordan Clark, BJ Green, a lot of fans tend to look at this with a glass half empty circumstance. But in reality, right, there are so many opportunities for Arizona State to reload and refuel those specific positions with guys in the transfer portal that you never know could potentially be even better than what you got from B.J. Green, Jordan Clark, Jalen Conyers, etc. Right? That's the glass, glass half full perspective here is that Arizona State can go get some key guys and it should, I would say, make people confident knowing that Arizona State, this staff specifically, had success in the transfer portal last season. Yeah, I look, can I have two glasses? You can. You can, can I have one half full and one half empty? Because like I, I really do feel like that. I, I feel both sides of the emotions. I don't think you have to kind of do one or the other because, yeah, man, like to see good talent that's already in Tempe that Kenny already had his fingerprints on leave sucks. But you're right. They had one of the best portal transfer classes last year yeah. there's no reason to, to believe that that would change this year with another year under Kenny's belt and again look at the way that he's handling all these guys he is publicly going out on social media and saying thank you you are going to be successful no matter where you go we appreciate your time here good luck you don't think that kids who are looking to maybe play at ASU are saying hey what's what's their head coach doing on social media oh my gosh look at these relationships that he's building with people maybe I need to revamp my career a little bit let me go there, yeah. right? Let me let me have this guy pour into me, and if I find that it's better for me to move on, he's not going to say, all right, get out of here, cut off communication, I don't care about you. So I have full confidence in Kenny Dillingham that he will be able to make up for whatever he does lose, yeah. but at the same time, it would be nice if these guys stayed and he went out and got some more people so that he can say, okay, we're not just replacing, we are adding but at the same time I, I don't think that's a him thing i think that's a state of the program thing yeah that that's is an on, NIL it's, thing. it's on a it's on the upward trajectory it's just not where it needs to be yeah absolutely nil of course yeah by far and away the big 
part of that. And again, from from my understanding of the situation, um, there's just ASU doesn't have quite the the NIL capacity that a lot of these really, really competitive universities have, at least as it stands right now, not December yet. 4th, 2023. Like there's just not enough serious NIL funds to go around for some of these star players. And you have to also remember that for some of these guys, this is their last year in college football. And as much as they may want to be in Tempe, as much as they may want to play for Kenny Dillingham and company, like this rebuild is going to take longer than a year. It's probably going to take longer than two years. Right, you you can't just flip a roster and all of a sudden expect immediate success, right? That Colorado, that really doesn't happen uh, in in college athletics. Period, a whole hell of a lot. Whether you're talking football, basketball, or whatever else, so certainly Arizona State is gonna be going after some players in the transfer portal. We will keep you guys updated as those offers, as the news continues to trickle in. Again, I fully expect some news on some current ASU players today, just in regards to also potentially entering the transfer portal from my knowledge all three of those players um are on the offensive side of the ball so we will see what comes from those guys as we go on yes. one question for you who's the best player who's transferred so or entered the transfer portal who's so the far? best player is it bj green it depends are you oh right so that's i'm kind of it depends, in my it head depends what you mean by best player biggest impact or best football player let's if they're different answers then give me both the biggest impact I would say is Jordan Clark. Okay. Just purely based leadership off of yeah, stuff. the leadership yeah, factor, yeah. The, the fact that out of the three guys that, you know, you consider the the stalwarts entering the portal from ASU, yeah. he's been here the longest. Um and, and Jordan Clark, like it I reported, I want to say earlier um last week that he was already on a visit to Notre Dame. Right. So that goes to show you um just the caliber of player that he is and some of these other top tier universities looking at him um, as potentially being a transfer. But I would also watch out for um, LSU. LSU definitely in need of some defensive backs, not to mention his father, Ryan Clark, also went to LSU. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I would say it's probably going to come down between those two two schools. Um, best player? Uh, I, I mean, out of the three guys, again, that we're talking about, and BJ Green, Jalen Conyers, and Jordan Clark, I think Jalen Conyers has the best potential to play on Sundays. Um so I, I think you're absolutely losing a a ridiculous offensive weapon uh, in Jalen Conyers. It, w- whether you use him the way he's supposed to be used or just the fact right. that he's a decoy in and of himself, he's going to be a top 10, top 5 tight end in college football next season. Um, so, again, I, I, I think most important player, Jordan Clark. Best player, Jalen Conyers. Uh, but, again, that... Trying not to take anything away from. I think from you could argue you could argue all three for all of them, and that's kind of why I asked. Yeah. Right. Because you could say, okay, maybe BJ Green. You don't hear about his leadership as much as you do Jordan Clark, but I think his on-field production was a step above this season. I think Jalen, when you're an offensive player, it's a little bit unfortunate because you don't always get to show exactly who you are and how good you are, and yeah. I don't believe he had the opportunity to do that this year. Yeah. So I do agree with you with the fact that I think he is. Not only the one with the best upside as far as playing on Sundays, but also I think if you're just looking purely like if a rating system, let's say they finally released the college football game, uh, I, I think Jalen would be the highest rated. So that yeah. I, again, splitting hairs, but just something that kind of popped into my mind and I was curious what you were thinking. Yeah, Joshua brings up something that I want to get to. Can see Tevin White transferring since it sounds like Jason Brown may commit. Yeah, no... No update as it stands right now on Tevin White and what his future is at Arizona State. But in terms of Jason Brown, he is a class of 2024 running back, a four-star running back. 
um, as it relates to 24-7 sports. He's got standing offers from Arizona State, Washington, Oregon, uh, Michigan State. This is a guy who who took a vi- visit to Tempe in Arizona State this past weekend. Um, I do expect Jason Brown to be a Sun Devil at some point, uh, just waiting on his commitment. But from my understanding, it sounds like ASU could be adding the 5'10", 205-pound running back out of Washington to that roster. It also sounds like there are some whispers about some class of 2024 offensive linemen um, that could bring potentially committing Arizona get. State before we get to that early signing period. So just a couple of things to be watching for um, as it relates to Arizona State. Again, the transfer portal, the class of 2024 early signing period is just a few weeks away, and we know how hectic things can get as it relates to college football. Uh, Will in the chat, I was told that Iguano can't recruit, though. Yeah, Iguano, I don't know. I don't know where this has come from. That's so stupid. The idea that Iguano doesn't know what he's doing. You could argue. Actually, you can't argue. You, you, can't, <laughs> you, can't. you can't argue that the running back position has been the best position for Arizona State over the last, what? You, you could say probably seven, eight years, and I know this is before Iguano, but you're looking at the running backs that Arizona State has had in this time period. We're talking, we'll go back to Demario Richard. Mm-hmm. Kalen Balage, mm-hmm. Eno Benjamin, mm-hmm. Rashad White, Xavier Valade, and Cam Scadaboo. That's, I mean, I think you not... could go all the way back to Marion Grice. Yeah, you could go back to Marion Grice, right? But I mean, it, specifically in, in this, I guess, little bit of a stretch of Sean Aguano. And again, Demario Richard and Kalen Balage were here before Sean Aguano got here. Um, but like the running back position has been absolutely the best for Arizona State. Um, in the last half decade, and I don't think you can argue it. Who was Arizona State's best offensive player last year? Cam Scadaboo. Okay, Cam Scadaboo. <laughs> Look, not even close. Not, no, it's not close. And I also think like you're not looking at guys who are coming in and who are almost expected to be the number one player. Like Cam Scadaboo came in, he was a relative unknown to a lot yeah. of a lot of people. It was it Sacramento State? Yeah, yeah, Sacramento State. Like, look, you're you're bringing a running back from Sacramento State. I could tell you the expectations were not that high for Cam Scadaboo coming into this year, and then you find out how they use him and how they were able to literally, like, if he was a fruit and you're trying to get the juice out of the fruit, there was not a drop left in what Cam Scadaboo could give you. Literally, they found every single different way to use it. Partially was on Kenny for sure because he's going to help coordinate the offense in different ways. Using, but if you don't think Sean Aguano has his fingerprints all over that, you're tripping. And if you also don't think that that is somebody that is one of the most respected names to ever coach football in the state of Arizona, you're also tripping. And if you don't think that has some weight to it, at least locally recruiting, you're tripping again. You're falling three times in a row. Okay, your nose is broken because you're tripping so much. Like it's just. I'm not here for any any like Sean Aguano slander. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm not. I just I'm not here for it. Slander him. I I really don't. Know there's how you there's not Sean a single Aguano. part of the package that comes with him. Like he's a good person, he is a good coach, and he's a good recruiter. Check check check. Yeah, that's all I need. No, you're not wrong. And look, we'll we'll get to the the coaching stuff here in a little bit. But again, continuing with with the staff uh, in the roster. Uh, just a little bit ago, less than an hour ago, Arizona State commit Jaden Fortier. Um, the number one player, I believe, out of Oregon, the the tight end, uh, who had just an absolute monster season. He's 6'5", 220 pounds. Just to go over his numbers this season, he had 60 receptions for 1,140 yards. He had 48 carries 
for 271 yards. He had 24 total touchdowns. He was a defensive player of the year, first-team unanimous wide receiver, first-team unanimous outside linebacker. Again, he tweeted, Arizona State fans, we got some good news coming. This is big considering that, again, Jaden was here over the weekend taking a visit. Uh, and let's be real, Oregon is also taking a look at him um, to try and get him to potentially flip. So I would say it's a good thing. Here we are, December 4th, 2023, that Jaden Fortier is still tweeting about Arizona State. Tell you what, 24-7, they already have him as committed. Yeah. They yeah. have him as committed to ASU. So I, it would be a pretty big surprise to me if he's speaking like this, if the websites have him listed as a Sun Devil, uh, if he ends up in Oregon Duck. I, yeah, he already verbally committed. Like, he verbally I, like, committed a while I don't, ago. Like, I don't think, I, I don't think that type of person's gonna gonna flip, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think that you're gonna come in here and and at this point, if he's out there publicly saying stuff and he's retweeting other commitment stuff and visit stuff from other players who are coming or tr- maybe coming to Tempe, like that's important. Plus, that also probably plays a role as to why you saw Jalen leave along. Other things, if, hey, we can't offer you the type of money that you want and we can't promise you that you're going to have the type of role that you want because we have a four-star guy coming in who, like, the reason why he's coming here is to probably be one of the guys on offense because that's how you sell somebody who could have gone to an organ, who could have gone to a bigger stool to come to a a place like ASU right now. So I'm excited for him. Yeah, I'm looking I'm forward really to getting Jaden excited. Fortier. If, um, if they're able to get a, a a nice, solid, tight end for Jason Mons to kind of work with and, and to dig his teeth into and to kind of become a development project and maybe try to turn him into the next Jalen Conyers, I'm with it. Yeah, no, I'm absolutely. with it. Like I said, Jaden Fortier, verbally committed to Arizona State a while back. We do have an interview somewhere on our YouTube, so go check it out, uh, and, and you can hear what Jaden Fortier had to say about Kenny Dillingham and Arizona State. We're going to continue talking ASU football, but first want to tell you guys a little bit about our friends over at Wink. I don't know about you, but this weekend, literally everybody in my life decided to abandon me, including Brenda Song. Uh, <laughs> my, 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 parents, my parents went to, to Vegas. Um, my roommate went to Vegas. Like I, Some of my best friends, they went to Boston. So it was literally just me this weekend, right? So what did I do? I'm not even kidding you. I got myself a few Winks, was just throwing them back, having a good time, and I was cleaning my apartment. That's what Wink did. Wink took the edge off of everybody, my my abandonment, and helped me get my life together and clean. Are you lonely? No, I'm good, <laughs> Get bro. a Wink. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, in general. Like, that you have abandonment you. issues? <laughs> wink, just for you guys. No, guys. Are you, like, are you watching High School Musical wondering <laughs> what if? Drink a Wink. <laughs> Look, Wink seltzers are available online for consumers to buy direct to their doorsteps at drinkawink.com. The product is THC and CBD in each can and comes in two and a half milligram cans and now five milligram cans online. The best part, no sugar, no calories, and they come in a variety of flavors like mango, lime, and black cherry. You can buy them online in 12, 24, or variety packs right now and use that promo code PHNX for an additional 50% off your 50%? total order. Guys, I'm speaking from experience here. Go with the variety pack. Is that a typo? Nope. 50%? 50%. 50%. That's basically Literally free. slashing it in half. That's basically free. Okay. Go get Wink. Well, I'll tell you what. You save some money on Wink. You should turn around and buy one of these babies. If you're listening and you're audio only, we love you, I'll but you got to come check in because I'm about to scratch off. Now, this is my second time ever scratching something. I recorded a video. We're going to put out for AZ Lottery later. That was the first time I ever scratched anything. I won't tell you what happened with that one and if I won, but right here, right now, 
We're scratching this, and I'm going to go faster than Toe Tree, so time. Wait, man, I take my time with things, okay? I take my time with things. This is to potentially win $500, correct? Yeah, I can win up to $500 with this, and it's a $100 ticket. So are you splitting this if you if you win anything? Yeah, of okay. course. I'm a man of the people. Yeah, I, didn't, I have I, not I even read I the directions. I didn't believe I his tone there. I didn't believe his tone very much. Yeah, let's see what happens if I actually win. Will in the chat, Eric crushing on Vanessa Hudgens. I was about Ashley Tisdale. Damn, Will where did saying, I come Will from? saying that you're crushing all, on Vanessa Out of Hudgens. all the things that we've That's said crazy. today, I'm the one who's yeah, crushing dude, on I somebody. Think, I think you need to get it together, dude. I'm the one who's crushing on somebody. You need to get somebody. it together. Your fiance is in the chat. You need to get it together. I, okay, Just this be better. Is slander. Be better. This is slander. I'm trying to be do better. an easy lottery scratcher. I'm trying to have did the time of my life. Did you win some? I, I can't look. I'm getting too busy having smudge <laughs> thrown at my name for things that didn't even happen. Okay? Let's chill here. Damn, Megan. Yeah, he's splitting it with me. How do I even wait? Let's see. I don't think I. I don't. Are think you? I, are you can winning? You tell me. I don't know. You want any money? I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie. So you need? No, you didn't get a. I had to uh, get the you gift. You got to get the gift to okay. be able to win. Yeah, you won zero dollars, my friend. Dang, man. That's tough for you. That's tough for well, you. I'll tell you what. It's uh, it's only a dollar. <laughs> Donald and, and Chad, uh, no, you two, you two. Uh, it goes to nil. You know, so okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I will make a promise here. If when we get like later, once we get closer to Christmas, we're gonna be scratching off some of the big boys, which is why I'm not upset I didn't win. This is this is the dollar scratcher. I'm gonna go get another one and maybe win that one. When we, if we hit a big boy, I'll put a K towards nil. You're saying that right now. I'll put a K. If we win You're the big boy. You're putting this out there. If we win the big boy. If we win the big boy for the for the people, for ASU, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do that. And we'll, we'll. Yeah, we'll, we'll. If you win too. Uh -uh, if you uh -uh, win too. Uh -uh, okay, so uh -uh. Let's, let's get that on he the record that. then. No, that's totally let's get fine. that on the record. If I win $10,000, okay, I am so not putting a cent of it toward NIL. Mm -mm. Nope. Now you're making me regret that because I thought we were about to go on this together. Nope. You should have consulted with me before you said that. But well, yeah, no, Eric here is going to be giving away $1,000 you know, you know, to if NIL I win, if, if I win 10, uh, he you wins $10,000. And it's going to be great for the show okay. because we're going to go out there and be like, oh my gosh, look, it's going to be great for Arizona yep. Lottery. Yep. And you know what? I'm still walking away with a good amount of that money. And you know what? I can sleep sound knowing that I'm going to bring the next great running back to ASU with okay. my $1,000. Okay? I'll sleep sound with that $1,000. Either that account. or I'm just going to I'm just gonna go to Burrito Express and spend $1,000 totally on burritos fair, and just throw them at the football team while they're practicing and they'll thank me for it. So what I promise I will do one of the two okay. of those. Okay. There you go. Eric out here. God, did I just give myself an a max situation where he has to get a tattoo because of something stupid he said like three months earlier? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Donald Tosher, just... don't make me mad today. Look, I'm sorry, Donald. I'm sorry. Look, we'll, we'll try and spin the vibes and start talking about some of the new coaches that you are going to be seeing do it. on those Tempe sidelines for Arizona State. Kenny Dillingham and company wasting no time to find themselves a new offensive coordinator. I don't know if you guys saw it, but we had posted something on YouTube at the tail end of the week talking about Marcus Arroyo potentially being Arizona State's next offensive coordinator. And would you look at that? It was announced this morning officially that he is Arizona State's next offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. Let's go ahead and take a look at what Arroyo has done in the past. Let's see. Last season, he was the head coach at UNLV. He was actually the UNLV head coach from 2020 through 2022, a record of 7-23. and 23. But from the looks of it, it looks like he was relieved of his duties a little bit, um, I would say, prematurely. That's a UNLV team that this past season in 2023 went, I believe, 9-3 and three with a lot of players that Arroyo had actually gotten on the roster. And then specifically, you look at what he was able to accomplish from 2017 to 2019 as the Oregon offensive coordinator. They had one of the best 
offenses in the nation in 2019. And if you're talking about, okay, well, what quarterbacks was he able to push through to the NFL? Was there ever a time where he had a great quarterback that is now at the top of his game? I would say yes. Justin Herbert um, was the Oregon Ducks quarterback in 2019. That team going on to, I believe, win the Rose Bowl. Um, They had a phenomenal season, averaging over 35 points a game. Uh, So Marcus Arroyo, the next Arizona State offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, he's got a lot of success. And I know he was the OC before Kenny Dillingham actually got there, but it just goes to show, right? You have success at Oregon. You are at one point going to be in contention for other jobs around the country. Yeah, it it does kind of seem like a breeding ground for for those types of guys. And, And I'm excited for him just because he... He's going to bring a quarterback mindset to the system. And I think with Jaden Rashada, you're going to want to really pour into him and say, okay, we want somebody who's going to be able to see things from your perspective. He used to play at San Jose State, that he coaches San Jose State. He's been at Cal. He's been at Wyoming. He, he He's paid his dues. And yes, the head coaching stint didn't work out. But look, you can, you can look at it this year with ASU just as an example of you can be a really good head coach, but because of circumstances and because of maybe things that are not completely out of your control, but somewhat out of your control, yeah. your team success and your team record doesn't look that pretty. But yeah, I mean, UNLV turning it around after he leaves, but with the same players, like you can kind of argue that one of two ways and say, okay, he built the foundation there and they just needed time to grow. Or maybe they needed a new voice. And I think that's that is something that is slightly concerning, but you don't keep getting those jobs and, and being in these important positions, especially you're not going to Oregon. Yeah. If you're right. not a good coach. And to be able to take somebody from Oregon and not exactly be like, hey, you're going to be like a head coach, right? Like you're doing with Kenny Dillingham. That also speaks to the staff itself and the program itself. Maybe record-wise not having the respect that it needs from fans, but with fellow coaches and players around the the college football sphere, Mm -hmm. I believe ASU is only gaining more respect as time goes on. And hires like this show it. Because we talked about it last week. Could have looked at an iguano. Or Rashad Samples yeah. as somebody who who could have been internally promoted, and I don't think that would have been a bad idea. But the fact that you're still you're bringing somebody in to come here is a good sign for ASU as far as are people viewing this place as like a wasteland where you can't go to have success because they had such a bad record, or do they see it for what it actually is, which is a program that got strung out by its AD and now has to recover? You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like it feels like the latter is what people are actually, you know focusing on yeah i'd say the majority of people like this hire especially coming off of Bo. and i know donald with a super chat in there saying hello marcus goodbye Bo." yeah donald Peace. for the majority of this already kind of short off season has made sure to to dip into the sayonara Bo baldwin play the wind music um fun no um and I'm kidding, I'm now kidding, he's gotten his, his offensive coordinator in marcus uh, arroyo and i i think look i think this is going to be a guy that really starts to develop Jaden Rashada, um, or I, whoever ends up playing quarterback for Arizona State next season. Um, and, and I would say that getting a guy who had, again, success at Oregon makes me feel less like this is a Bo Baldwin hire, which is kind of what Will's um, saying in the chat. This hire feels like another Bo Baldwin hire. Had success leading one offense before taking a head coaching job and falling flat. Hope I'm wrong, though. Yeah, the only difference um, for me on that is Bo Baldwin's success as an OC um, not nearly, in, in my personal opinion, as um, not astonishing, but not as impressive as what Marcus Arroyo was able to accomplish at Oregon for his time um, with the Ducks. But Marcus, not the only addition to the Sun Devil coaching staff. You also got Deron Reynolds 
Um, he is going to be taking over as the defensive line coach, taking a look at what he did. Most recently, he was the Michigan State defensive line coach from 2016 to 2022. He was the Stanford defensive line coach. And then in 2015, he was the Oklahoma defensive line coach. He's got a lot of former edge rushers, interior defensive tackles um, in the NFL. This is a guy that knows exactly how to develop those edge guys, knows how to develop those interior defensive linemen. Again, coming from a, a Big Ten school in Michigan State, I think says a lot about the type of coach that he is. Also, something positive coming out of this, Vince Amy, the defensive line coach, at ASU prior to Deron Reynolds is staying on the staff as an analyst. So Arizona state able to keep uh, a guy in Vince, Amy that I know loves being in the Valley. Uh, and that has had success with a, a lot of those um, defensive linemen. But yeah, Deron Reynolds, I think makes, makes uh, this ASU defense better uh, than maybe they were at last. Season. Yeah. I think keeping Amy is a, a big part of this yeah. as well, because it's not like you're getting rid of somebody who, didn't want to be here. He's, yeah. sp he's spending more time with his family. So yeah. he he has a young family. He wants to be able to have a little bit less responsibility, which I, I think that's a very noble thing to do because yeah. you go out there and all every football guy wants to be like the biggest part of everything, right? And they want to be like, hey, like I'm the guy. I can do this all. But he's saying, hey, maybe I can't step into this position the way I want to. I'll be around. I'll still have like the, my ability to help and to connect with people, especially the returning players who definitely really liked him. It's great he's staying on there, but look, like Michigan State to ASU, I would say is like if you're talking about tiers for college football programs, is also right now ASU's the tier below Michigan State, and you're still taking somebody who in the same position, you're not giving them a title raise. Maybe you're paying them more money, but I'm not sure with the way that the spending is going with this athletic department. This is an attractive place to be. Yeah. He was a well-regarded member of their staff. And sure, they're going through some changes over there in Michigan State, and that could play into a role as to why he doesn't want to be there. But you're still having coaches coming from bigger schools as far as where success comes from right now and coming to ASU without getting a massive like title bump like Kenny Dillingham did. This yeah. is it's it's another thing to add to the list of like, okay. Put this in the glass half full category where I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic about things than some ASU fans. Because I know there's a lot of ASU fans out there and maybe they're not all in chat right now. But trust me, I've heard them. I used to have to answer all their phone calls after losses. Okay, like I understand the type of fans that are out there who are very down and out on this team. And I just can't be there when I see stuff like this because it might seem insignificant but in the large scheme of things and building a program in a place that players and coaches and fans want to be all the right steps are being taken yeah no I agree and I know there's some people in the chat that disagree with the move uh again Vince Amy's got a family he's got some younger kids he does have a kid um on the actual Arizona State roster so yes so his son to my knowledge is still going to be on the team uh, but he does have uh, family that he wants to tend to and be with. And I don't think if you're, you know, a fan that you can really knock somebody on, on wanting to spend a little bit more time with their family. Um, and again, Arizona State, in my personal opinion, it's not like Vince Amy stays on as an analyst and they're bringing on somebody that isn't qualified for this right. position, right? Deron Reynolds is very qualified to be the Arizona State defensive line coach. And again, I, I think there is room for improvement. Everywhere, right? Even at the best positions. We talked about the defense at points was the, the best part of this team, or we talked about the running backs being a great part of this team. Like, there is always room for improvement, right? This was, what, a 3-9 and nine football team? There is every single position group, every single coach, every single 
whatever can improve on this Arizona State roster. And I think making moves, right, is what you want your team, your program to be doing at this like position in the offseason. Again, yeah. we're talking about a three and nine football team coming off a, a first season with a first year head coach in, in Kenny Dillingham. Yes, they've lost players in the transfer portal. Guess what? Look at every other school in the nation. They're losing players to the transfer portal. Ohio State starting quarterback, to my knowledge, entered the transfer portal. A Georgia quarterback entered Oklahoma's the transfer portal. Oklahoma's quarterback, right? He's Oklahoma not going to play against you. Yeah. entered the transfer portal. Cam Ward entered the transfer portal. Washington State's quarterback, right? Like, And I'm not just talking specifically about quarterbacks. There are wide receivers. There are edge guys. There are linemen that all are entering the transfer portal for different reasons, X, Y, and Z, right? Like every single program in the nation is getting hit with transfer portal NIL stuff. That is just the way the cookie crumbles in this era of college football and college athletics. So yes, it sucks to see BJ Green go. It sucks to see Jordan Clark, Jalen Conyers, Javen Jacobs go. Yes, it sucks that Bo Baldwin had to be relieved of his duties, right? That is that is a man that is obviously, you know, trying to provide for his family. That sucks that Vince Amy is going from defensive line coach to now in, in analyst role. Again, this is the way that you look at it from a Glass half empty position, in my mind, right? It's a new season. What did we talk about when we did the, the the show following the end of the season, right? Like that that chapter is closed now. Now you are officially looking at what is next for 2024. Because guess what? Early signing period is just a couple weeks away. Before you know it, spring ball is going to be here, okay? Like that's just the way it works in this age of college athletics, there's no such thing as the offseason. The closest thing you get to an offseason is June and July before com- before fall camp and before Camp T. So, like, Arizona State, what you want them to be doing is making moves right now. That's exactly what you want ASU to be doing. And that's what they're doing, right? They're trying to improve. Whether you agree with how they're trying to improve, that's up for your, your own personal opinion. But Kenny Dillingham, who's at the helm of this whole thing, believes that going and getting these position coaches is going to improve this team, right? I guarantee you that Arizona State is doing everything in their power to try and retain key guys. I guarantee you that. At the end of the day, just because you try doesn't mean you're going to be able to. And I know this is a long shot, but just because you enter the portal doesn't mean you can't come back. We saw it with ASU basketball and Jemiah Neal. I'm not going to sit here and say that I fully expect any of the guys that entered the portal to come back, but it's not something that you can entirely rule out. Okay, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So we will obviously see what happens um, because, look, there are still some players that haven't announced their intentions. Elijah Badger, like Donald said in one of them, it's another one. We don't really know um, where he's going to stand on this whole thing. I haven't heard anything um, as it relates to EK specifically. We're still waiting on, on news about Jaden Rashada, Sean Na, right? Not to mention ASU next season is going to be getting players that didn't get a play this season. Jake Smith. Xavier Alford, two guys that were penciled in to have a big impact for Arizona State. So Xavier Alford, probably a starting safety. You get Shamari Simmons back. That's another one. Your safeties are locked and loaded. That's huge. Then you look, like we said, at the offensive side of the ball, like being able to potentially re- retain Sean Na, Jane Rashada, Elijah Badger would go a long way in Arizona State taking the next step in improving to potentially reaching a bowl game in 2024. So everything can certainly change uh, but I think that is the idea that things are changing for the worse is just, 
I don't know how you can sit here and judge that at this point, right? Like they <laughs> they just got here and there's already people that are like, oh, well, this was a bad move. Like, how do we, like, he's been here 24, like, what's the little Yachty thing where the, the meme from years ago where he's like, I don't know, I've been here like three days. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, that's what it is. We don't know what's going to happen. No, it's, look, it, uh, some of it comes with the territory of, I think people are still adjusting to the new college football you can decide whether you like it or not. I know a lot of people don't like the direction that it's heading in, but you have to accept it. And you have to realize that all of these moves and especially players leaving and going and all of that, like it's just, it's all going to come no matter whether this team is, is successful, they have a winning record, they're making a bowl game, or they have a season like this year. Yeah. Okay. When the season ends, you're not keeping all your best players. Because the grass, is. the grass is always greener, even when the grass is already green. Like you said, all these good players who are on good teams in good positions. Sometimes you still want that change of scenery, and that has nothing to do with your current situation and more to do with what else is out there. And in the world of college football, you never know when a donor is going to come in and drop a bag and let a school be able to spend on somebody like that. But back to kind of the coaching staff side of things where people are maybe not the happiest with some of the moves that are being made, the worst thing that this program could have done is nothing. Yeah. Right? And if, and if the shots that they're taking, they don't work, it's a mistake. But on paper, none of these moves are something that you should be looking at and going, hmm, oh, I don't know about that one. Oh, that doesn't really make any sense to me. Why would Kenny do that? It all makes sense. Will it all work out? I can't sit here and tell you that. I just, I can't. But it makes sense. You go, okay, one plus one should equal two. Like that, that's the way that it should be. These are coaches from good schools, good programs, and position groups that had success and they're well regarded from where they're from. Good recruiters, like they have a shown, proven record of that. And I trust Kenny as a person. And I don't think Kenny as a person is bringing somebody in here if he doesn't believe with his whole heart that he can improve ASU. Because at the end of the day, if ASU doesn't improve, it's Kenny yeah. who's going to get the axe. It's yeah. it, and, and these guys will have to deal with the remnants. But if you don't think that he is putting every last drop of thought into this, like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and he's you should, doing the right thing. You shouldn't be surprised when a player enters the portal in this no. day and age. That, that's one thing that always kind of gets me um, smiling is like, oh, my God, PJ Green entered the transfer portal. Well, yeah, dude. Like, if you were the best player on a 3-9 and nine football team and you had, what, a couple years of eligibility left, one year, and you wanted to go make a bag while also being on a national stage with what time you have left, that makes perfect sense to me, right? You can't fault any of these guys for entering the transfer portal. The way I thought about it this morning is they have a very tough decision. Right, you you look at Jalen Conyers, Jordan Clark, BJ Green, very specifically, three stars from ASU's team last year. You have the decision to make with a lot of these guys having one year of eligibility left. Do you choose to go get as much money as you can? Do you go to a place where you can win now? Do you go to a place that has a college football environment? I thought to myself, right, Jordan Clark on his visit to Notre Dame, as somebody who's been and, and covered Notre Dame on those sidelines versus Arizona State, it is a completely different college football environment. Like, I said to myself, Jordan Clark deserves, whether he goes to, to Notre Dame, like he deserves that environment, right? For his last year of college football to go out there and, and play in a, a sold-out stadium every single game and be an AP Top 25 team. He deserves that. Or do they make the decision to come back to Tempe knowing, hey, this probably isn't a nine-win football team next year, okay? But you're a legend, right? If Jordan Clark would have came back to Tempe, Jalen Conyers, BJ Green, you come back to Tempe one more season, you're, you're a legend, as it relates to Arizona State. 
right? In reality, we're looking back on this team 10 years from now and being like, damn, you remember when in the height of NIL and transfer portal, Jalen Conyers, a top five, top 10 tight end college football, or, you know, one of the, the most consistent defensive backs in ASU history over the last decade decided to come back to ASU. Like those guys are, would be living legends in Tempe. So you, you've got a tough decision to make whether you want to take the hit on NIL, which, you know, with where ASU is now compared to other competitive universities, they're not there yet. So they do have to take that hit. So it's a decision that these kids have to make. Uh, and it's certainly a difficult one. And it's something that is just, you're going to have to get comfortable with because that is where college athletics is right now. But I want to talk about something that is comfortable, that is easy to use, and you never have to take a knock on it. That is game time, especially if you are looking to go to an ASU sporting event. They've got the best deals on tickets. Maybe you're trying to go to a comedy show or a concert, whatever. Game time is the place for you guys to get the best deals on last minute tickets. I actually just bought tickets for a Christmas gift the other day, so definitely do 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 as Totri does as it relates to these partners, right? Because they do do everything in their power to make life easy for you guys. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. D A T D. Do as Totri does. <laughs> That's how I live my life. Do as Totri does, not as Totri says. <laughs> and one thing I know that Totri does, oh, yeah, I know he's in that BetMGM app. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I oh, know yeah. you putting together some juicy parlays about the Chargers not winning and stuff like that. Hey, they like won. That. They won. I know. Six nothing, who'd you baby. Beat? Yeah, I'm about to say, who'd you beat? Yeah, you take the over in that game? A win's a win. Yeah. They oh. covered. They covered. A win is a win. And that's why you need to win over at BetMGM. Me personally, my big bet this week, I'm taking whatever the line is. I haven't even seen it yet. I'm smashing Suns money line in the in-season tournament knockout round tomorrow night against the Lakers. The parlay pick? Yeah. I, well, no, I'm just I'm money line and that's it because okay. I think the Suns are not going to be favored in that. And I'm going to take the Suns at plus money because... They've already lost the Lakers this year. They don't want to lose in them again. And they're taking this in-season tournament stuff serious. So listen, BetMGM, if you download it on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com, you can sign up and deposit at least $10 into your account, place your first wager, and you can re receive $1,500 back. Like I had to stumble a little bit because this is the second time today. I'm like, is this a misprint in an ad read? Because that just doesn't make, like how are they still operating without going under? If you can get 1,500 back in bonus bets that you can then go and win some more money with in bets after that. So if your bet does lose, your bonus bets are still going to be available. It's it is free money. It is free money. Take it. Um, sign up for BetMGM. Use com promo code PHNX. You can read it on the screen. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. If that bet loses, you still get your bonus bets. You can check out the show notes for details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Or Ontario. Get stuffed, Ontario. Get stuffed, Ontario. There you go. One thing I do want to do to transition a little bit from college football, because we're going to be talking about college football for 
months now, months on end. Year round sport. The off season is a lot of fun with recruits, commits, transfer portal stuff, coaching changes. Obviously, PHNX Sun Devils is the place to be. But we also are going to be giving a little bit of love to the ASU volleyball team, the ASU hockey team, ASU hockey staying put at number twelve um, in the rankings, and then ASU volleyball. Let's get a round of applause for ASU Volleyball, guys, because the Sun Devils are headed to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament now. They've got a tough one on Thursday. They're going to be taking on number one Stanford. But you figure if they take down Stanford, they are the likely favorite to go on um, and really be a problem for some of these other teams in the NCAA tournament. Not to mention they took down number four BYU um, in Provo. That is a tough tough thing to do and they swept them they swept them they swept georgia so asu volleyball um shout out to them for for being as dominant as they've been but also let's talk a little basketball packed well basketball because we've seen some changes we've seen some changes in the ap top 25 let's go ahead and take a look at this week's pack 12 power rankings as it relates to college basketball we can go ahead and pull up my rankings First, just taking a look at the Arizona Wildcats atop the field here. I don't think there's anybody that is going to sit here and really argue that the Arizona Wildcats, the new number one team in the nation, um, that they shouldn't be atop these Pac-12 power rankings. They're going to be a problem for everybody in the Pac-12, and they're going to be a problem for everybody as it relates to a national stage. We've also got the Colorado Buffaloes. At number two, now Colorado, 6-2 and two on the season. They are 5-0 and oh at home. This is a team that I fully, fully expect to enter the AP Top 25. If I'm not mistaken, they actually lost to Colorado State. But Colorado State's good. Colorado State, I believe, took down Washington as well. So Colorado, uh, a team to keep an eye on. They're definitely trending up. Oregon, Oregon, another team trending up, in my personal opinion. They are 5-2 and two on the season. Now, when you look at a lot of these teams, you're looking at who they played. Let's be real. Oh, Oregon, yeah. the only team that they have really played outside of Michigan is Alabama. They lost 99-91. to 91. No defense was played in that game. Uh, but they did end up beating Michigan 86-83. to Way to bounce back for them. Kind of moving down the list to Wazoo here at number four. Wazoo's a team that we've seen kind of surprise some people, myself included. They're 6-1 on the season. They're on a four-game win streak. Look, I, I know they haven't necessarily played anybody. I sniff anybody. a rat. I sniff a rat. I know it's... It, they're not real. They haven't necessarily played anybody, but you can't argue with where they're at in the standings. Again, at 6-1, and one, their one loss came to SEC Mississippi State 76 to 64, but they have been on a tear since that point. Going down the list, UCLA 5, USC at 6. I'm interested to see what they look like when they get Ronnie James back. Arizona State at 7. They have won three in a row. If you missed the postgame show the other night, take a look at it. Frankie Collins took care of business, 21 points. A guy who is one of the best defenders in the nation, Arizona State, on the way up. Stanford at 8, Stanford, or, uh, Utah at 8, Stanford at 9, Washington at 10. Like I said, this is a team uh, that is kind of trending down, in my personal opinion. I'm interested to see how they carry out the rest of non-conference play. Um, JJ bringing it up as it relates to Wazoo. Washington State is 28 in the first net rankings. Yeah, um, the net rankings actually dropped for the first time all season today. So just taking a look, I believe Arizona State is number 99 as it relates to net. Uh, so something to keep an eye on as the season goes on. I've got Oregon State at 11 and then Cal at 
12. Eric, if I'm not mistaken, you have the exact same rankings as me. I so, copied your homework. So again, tell me why you're a fraud and a thief. Oh, we'll see. I'm a fraud and a thief for many reasons. But for this specific reason, no. Okay. I, I really, like, I tried. I genuinely looked at all the rankings and I was like, where can I split hairs? And the only place that I really thought about it was five and four with UCLA and Wazoo. Because I don't know what it is. I look at Wazoo. I just... Do, I just don't buy it. They literally, they have not played anybody. And when they have played people, it's not like they've been blowing them out and going crazy. So I, I think UCLA, they play better competition. Their losses are to way better competition. I want to see these teams play each other. I'm a big proponent of like, it's hard to evaluate these teams unless you have a non-conference schedule like U of A does. It's hard to say, okay, exactly who is the best team out of these and they have such oh, yeah. similar records. But other than that, man, like to me, the, the picture is pretty clear. Um, Colorado at first, I was like, oh man, losing to Colorado State. Then I looked into Colorado State a little bit more. Dude, they're 13th in the rankings. Now. Yeah, they've had themselves. A they're little 13th. Bit. They're undefeated. They're 13th. they're 13th in the rankings. They're 8 and 0. What the hell? Yeah, dude, they beat Washington 86 81. They beat Colorado 88 83. They beat number eight Creighton 69 to 48. Wow. Colorado, State's, Colorado State's are hoopers, man. That's crazy. They're hoopers. They would be one of the best teams in the Pac-12 right now if they were playing yeah, Pac-12 basketball. Yeah, they'd be number basketball. two. They'd be number two. So I, 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 I was gonna not Colorado initially for that, but I had to do some research on it because I'm like, okay, well, why would they lose to Colorado State? Okay, I get it. I, I see that, and I just I don't feel like there's a lot of separation when it comes to that middle of the pack. I'd say like not yet. Like like number one is is, is number one, right? Thou who shall not be named, number one. Okay, two through like five, I feel like you can make arguments for a lot of a lot of teams. With Oregon, I thought they were going to struggle a little bit more with some of the injuries that they suffered, but they've been able to bounce back relatively well. UCLA has just played really hard talent. Um, I had to, like you look at like standings wise, like ASU is is five and two, and three game win streak, too. right? And the, and the teams that they're they're beating aren't exactly all like world beaters, but they're not some some of them are not easy games either. Like the Vanderbilt and San Francisco is a good team that we saw last year. You gotta take them seriously. So I just I looked at everything. I said I'm gonna try to be different than Toe Tree. You know I don't want to step on his on he his said toes. I'm gonna try and then uh, didn't. Uh, but, but I'm not gonna lie. No, that's like fair. I'm not gonna Look, see. That's the thing. I'm not a fraud or a thief because I could have just said, ah, screw it. I'm gonna flip these around because I don't really feel that way. But just ah, just for looks. Like no, I. JJ JJ brings up a valid point. BYU is literally number two in the net rankings. That's mm. crazy. Arizona State, obviously, one of their two losses this season came to BYU. BYU's hooping. If you're going just down the net rankings here this is literally what it is as it relates to the pac-12 okay arizona number three washington state 28 okay so better than a lot of people think utah 39 colorado 54 washington 64 usc 78 oregon 82 arizona state 99 ucla 103 stanford 211 oregon state 226 and then cal 251 so, again, just taking into consideration where these teams are currently ranking, that is something to keep in mind um, with the net now out there. But definitely head to the comments. Let us know what you think of this edition of the Pac-12 Power Rankings. Guys, before we get out of here, I want to tell you a little bit about our friends over at Burrito Express. Yes. Eric had mentioned it a little bit earlier. Burrito Express is truly one of, if not, 
my favorite place to go get breakfast in the morning because the burritos never miss. I have never had a bad experience at Burrito Express. My personal favorite, steak and egg, add bacon. It goes crazy. Trust me, if you don't enjoy it, I'll buy you the burrito. If you don't enjoy it, I'll, I'll refund you for the, the burrito. But you have to look me dead in the eyes and tell me you didn't enjoy it. Burrito Express is damn good. They've got locations all over the valley. Great food, even better customer service, and phenomenal prices. Go grab a burrito and follow them on social at Burrito EXP. Burrito Express, it's a great deal. And that, that's all the thing. You're not going to break the bank going to Burrito Express and you're going to walk away with good food. And you know what? Express is in the name. You're going to get it fast. Look, Totri's already getting ready. Okay, he put the shades on. Bow, bow, bow. I didn't come prepared, okay? I'm going to be so honest with you guys. I did not come prepared. I didn't bring my Shady Rays today, but I know I need some. And you know what? Oh, we got a good promo code for you. If you are in the same boat as me and you need some Shady Rays, you can shop their entire collection at their brand new in-person brick-and-mortar store in the Kirkland Commons. Full-stop shop for any and all things Shady Rays. That's not just regular sunglasses, that's prescription sunglasses, that's snow goggles. Like, if you need to protect your eyes, you need to go to Shady Rays. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, the same way that Toe Tree will refund you if you don't like Burrito Express, they say you can exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. That's a long time to figure out whether you like your sunglasses and if for some reason you put on your Shady Rays, you go, mm, I don't like this, then you have some time to sit with yourself and reevaluate your life and be like, where did I go wrong? Exactly. And you know what? Within those 30 days, you're going to be like, ah, I was wrong. I'm coming around to those Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, if you've still been putting off getting Shady Rays, they're giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. And that's big because if you're like me and you like to buy sunglasses and then sit on them and then lose them and then just literally not able to find them at any moment of your life when you most need sunglasses, you probably need an extra pair just like me. And you can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Will gets it. Will gets it. Get in your cup holder. He's talking about the Burrito Express. Burrito Express cup holder, of course. Also, I love how JJ just spawns anytime we start talking about basketball. It is one of my favorite things. Like Beetlejuice. Another one of my favorite things, guys. GoPHNX.com. Head over there. Become a diehard today. You are going to unlock some great deals on merch, on the diehard Discord, on events, on all of the great stuff that we have over at GoPHNX.com. Now, when you become a diehard, you are also going to get a free t-shirt so definitely go check it out and i'm gonna give this man credit here if if you are a huge sun devil fan which you're in here and, and donald said it in the chat like you're getting an extra layer of information and uh, you're gonna be the most up-to-date sun devil fan like if you have a bunch of friends that that all went to asu and you all love asu football and asu basketball and you're in our diehard chat this dude's gonna drop some nuggets for you to drop in conversations that's gonna make you be like oh my god how did he know that how did he call that it's another benefit to the diehard. Like, yes, you get, you're going to get content. You're going to get the t-shirt. You get like a diehard card, all of that. But all of our reporters, all of our insiders, they're in there and they're sharing information with you that is not coming out on these shows. So there's, there is a big, big value in being there, not only just for yourself so that you can prepare for things, but also like, Hey, 
You're, you're having conversations with people. You don't got to tell them it was Totri's information. That's what I just take everything he says and I just repeat it throughout if the day. Run, run, and people run. think I'm cool. So like I just take what he says, I repeat it, and I'm chilling. You can do the same thing. You don't have to tell anybody that it was from him. So a little, little diehard tip for, for all you out there who are on the fence. Oh, my goodness. Guys, that is going to do it for today's PHNX Sun Devil show. We are just getting started with the offseason and with all the fun around Arizona State. So definitely, if you enjoyed the content, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Leave us a five-star review. Tell us what you like about this podcast. And give us a follow on social at PHNX underscore Sun You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow this guy right here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. You could follow DJ Danielle at Abracadanielle. Guys, like I said, that is going to do it for today's show. We are going to be right back at it Tuesday, 1230. Be there or be square. Go Devils and peace.